you got this, <laughs> is what Fessel said about your trading today. <laughs> Absolutely. If you follow the rules, you've all, you always got it. Hello and welcome to Technicity Daily Market Report for May the 17th, 2022. This is our podcast where we discuss levels and macroeconomics behind the stocks, forex, and crypto markets. And here to deliver us all the good news I'm sure he's going to bring, Fessel Khan, my friend, author, and day trader. What's happening in the markets today, Fessel? Very good morning to you, Stephen. Uh, Thank you, you and too. And markets, as usual, have a lot to say every single morning. No kidding. And there's been some action already, uh, but let's quickly see what happened yesterday. So yesterday was a bit of a mixed day after the rip-up on Friday that we saw. Everybody was uh, skeptical whether that's going to continue on, on Monday or that was a one-time event, as it has happened many of the times before, because... Mm -hmm. When there's a bear run and there's one technical correction and people start to get excited if that is the end. And that's what mo most of the traders are uh, speculating right now. Uh, we'll see how it, uh, how it pans out today. I'll, I'll come to, to the numbers for today. But yesterday was a bit of a, a mixed day. Um, Dow advanced slightly, S&P lost 0.4%, and NASDAQ dropped the most of all. It was 1.2%. And tech stocks have been kind of uh, under pressure because they are in uh, bear market. As I've told you before, bear market is when an index or a stock uh, drops 20% below its recent peak, and that's where NASDAQ is. Uh, S&P is trending close to that as well. With that, we look at the numbers today and the market started off pretty well. Actually, futures were higher, much higher than they are trading right now when uh, earlier in the morning when I checked when, before the market opened. They're still in, in, in green. NASDAQ is up 101 points. Uh, Dow is up 122 and S&P 500 is up 30 points. So they're still in the green, but they have slipped Quite a bit, actually. Dow has slipped from 400 points down to 120, where it is right now. So we'll find out today, by the end of the day, whether that was a one-day event that we saw on Friday, like what usually happens in bear market, or if the bar market is actually beginning to turn from the lows towards the positive side. Again, too early to say, but we'll see by, by the end of the day today what, what direction stocks take. So far, they've kind of slipped, but way too early to say anything. It's just been an hour, hour and a half. Uh, shares of energy-related energy companies uh, were the best-performing stocks yesterday as oil futures rose to their highest level in almost two months. So I'll come to the price of oil later. But talking about the tech, tech stocks that I said earlier, uh, NASDAQ dropped 1.2%. So sh shares of Apple, Amazon, Google uh, fell 1% or more. Shares of Tesla and some of the casino operators that do business in China dropped, as as I've told you before, because of the COVID lockdowns, the China's economy is partially right. closed. Mm -hmm. The other interesting movement uh, that we have seen over the last 24 hours or so has been the Twitter stock, which has now dipped for a seventh straight session. That is because Elon Musk 
is uh, creating this doubt around this whole deal, <laughs> which he had said that he would buy out Twitter for $44 billion. So the news right now is that he is saying that he's not going to proceed with the takeover of Twitter unless the social media giant can prove how much of the accounts that are out there on, on Twitter are bots and spam users. Ah, that's interesting. So, because that was that's that's been one of his key things that you know he wants right. to remove all that uh, he wants to certify every single user i don't know how he's going to do it or what the plan <laughs> is he hasn't laid yeah. out a plan and that's that's why i'm saying this uh but yeah but that's what he wants to do and it's actually a great thing if we can do that absolutely he hasn't really laid out a plan for that and i'm talking about Twitter, let's quickly take a look at what it is doing right now. Poor Twitter stock. I feel bad for it. It's lost quite a bit from from where uh, this deal was announced. It's down marginally. It's uh, trading at 37.19, just down half a percent for today. But looking at the bigger picture for the past seven days, as I said earlier, it has uh, dropped down quite a bit, almost 25 percent. Wow. Fair bit of negging from him in his tweets. Like he, I saw, I, I don't follow him that closely, but I did see one where he was insinuating that uh, the Twitter uh, home feed, the way the home feed is set up, that it's subtly manipulating users by showing them what they want to promote only and not necessarily the chronological order of uh, the people that they follow, which I found to be very interesting. As not a dedicated user of Twitter myself, I had come to wonder why the feed seemed to be a little bit gummed up with irrelevant stuff from people I wasn't following. And when I saw that tweet, not only instructing users to click on the three stars in the top right corner, but then also insinuating that Twitter was manipulating its users this way. I thought that was pretty interesting from a person that's thinking about buying that company, but I guess that's the way Musk rolls. Yeah, uh, that's certainly the way Musk rolls. Uh, but you, you got to realize uh, plat social media platforms, specifically like Facebook and for that matter, Twitter too, they don't have, they don't really have a sound monetization model. So where they can make money, right. the only way they can actually make money is by advertising, right? And mm -hmm. for, for Facebook, it's actually more than 95% of its revenue. It comes from advertising. Yeah. So for and similar for Twitter, there have been plans announced here and there on how they want to monetize uh, the platform eventually for the users and for the company itself. And so that might be one of the things that it doesn't really surprise me that, that that's the kind yeah. of stuff you're getting in your feed. But <laughs> a lot, lot also depends on how you use the platform too. So, you know, it's interesting. It might be nothing sometimes, but just the way Musk puts a spin on things is very interesting. Yeah. And he's, he's got such a huge following, man. I mean, 80 million plus followers on Twitter alone. They they hang off of his every word and they, yeah. they infer certain actions to take. And that's uh, concerning. <laughs> Yeah, it is. But but it's interesting. He certainly keeps the space interesting. That's one thing I <laughs> no gotta doubt. give it to him. <laughs> now that Donald Trump is not there anymore. <laughs> no, I, I think he's filled filled up those shoes pretty nicely. Uh <laughs> Seems like it.
And the other business news, notable business news that I want to quickly wanted to touch base on was uh, McDonald's finally deciding to exit Russia. And you might be thinking, didn't they already do that? So they suspended operations originally, but now uh, they have decided that they're going to say goodbye to Russia for good. And it had quite a quite a significant presence in in the country. It's going to lose quite a bit of its revenue doing that. But again, uh, the kind of geopolitical situation that's, uh, that's evolving these days, it's having a direct impact on the global economy and the business world. And McDonald's is no exception. So it's in the process of selling off its 847 Russian restaurants. Wow. And ever since that announcement that it made of suspending the business, its share value dropped to a one-year low, but ever since it has rallied 10%. So mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not doing that bad. And since it, it's expecting to open more, more than 1,000 stores globally, so that's much more than they're closing down. So it's probably not going to be worrisome, a mi- minor glitch per se, but just highlights how geopolitics can influence the business world and the financial markets and everything associated with it. No well, that's what kind of played out on the on the business front yesterday. Wow. I just want to quickly follow up on the numbers here. So Dow is trying to make a turnaround here. So that's good news. I hope it can keep up the momentum. And we also want to move up to oil, and which has been killing us here in Canada and pretty much everywhere in the world. And the oil price keeps going up. It's trading at 114.82 right now. And it's in a strong bullish upswing in the daily chart. Technical levels look sound. Fundamentals look sound for a, for the continuation of, a, of this bullish run. Uh, intraday support stands at 113.60. And if that does not hold, it could come down to 112. 55 and on the upside the next level that you are looking at is 116.60 and 117.35 and supporting this bullish trend was also the news that China might be coming out of the lockdown soon as cases have started to recede so that's kind of lifting the sentiment in oil and also in the commodity currency especially USD CAD which we'll talk about shortly as well. Uh, let's look at what the other commodity is doing, which is gold. It's dropped to as low as uh, 1786, and I had earlier posted on StockTwits, I think, uh, where I, I said that it might go down to uh, as low as 1783. So it has just about touched that level and rebounded from there, trading right now at 1822, but still in, under short-term bearish pressure. And I would look for it, certainly look for it to go up to 1870 if this correction continues, but it should, any gains should be capped below that previous support now resistance to cap any gains. On the downside, it can go down further to 1750, 1755 thereabouts. That's how things are looking in gold. And since gold is under pressure, you always look at what the dollar index is doing. And dollar index today is for a change is under some correction, which was expected. It was way overbought for a very long time. 
So technical levels at least dictated a little bit of a correction with the market, general market sentiment that we are seeing, which is very positive, that it's uh, it's sliding a little bit. So yesterday I posted saying that the first support level would be 103.95, I think, to watch, and it has over it's pierced through that and it's trading at 103.46 right now. 102.50 would be the next level to watch, uh, which I also said yesterday when I posted the chart. EURUSD actually is also uh, is uh, is the main contributor of of this weakness in dollar index, as is most of the times. And after a very long time or longish time, we we haven't seen this kind of rebound. In euro, it has been constantly hammered for uh, for a while now, and it has rebounded significantly today. And it's uh, trading right now at one point zero five three four as we speak. So it has rebounded very nicely from one one point zero three five zero low that we saw earlier, almost up almost two hundred points, two hundred pips. Sorry, um, the support is stands at 1.0490 in the daily chart right now. And on the upside, we can look for it to go further up to 1.0575 and 1.060 in, in extension. If there is a return of risk-averse market sentiment, it and if it penetrates the support level, it could move down to 1.0455 and 1.0420. Commodity pairs are doing well, and USD CAD right now is trading at 1.2841. It's been under pressure, so that means uh, the Canadian dollar, or loony as we fondly call it, is is doing well against USD. The resistance stands right now at 28.75, and if that holds. A look for that pair to move down to 127.70 and 127.40 on the top side. If that resistant caves, you could look for the pair to go up to 129.15 and 129.50. So that's the Forex wrap-up for you. And let's move on to some of the more interesting stuff. Cryptos. Stephen, I've, I've been wanting to ask you, what, what, what do you feel about uh, the failing of this algorithmic stablecoin. What are your thoughts on how this is going to affect the broader crypto market? Because that's one question on a lot of people's minds. It's concerning. Uh, it's very concerning. And, you know, beyond even the broader crypto market, I'm I'm concerned about what its implications might be for the Great. U.S. dollar. <laughs> you know, as something that is pegged to follow something else algorithmically when the thing that is following fails um i'm sorry to say and not, not to sound alarmist but it kind of makes me wonder now obviously and a year ago we were concerned about usdt and their uh, accounting and their auditing having the proper backing and reserves in in the actual usd currency uh, that was a concern last year but having something that is based on some algorithm obviously an algorithm can be manipulated to um to give some sort of false positives or you know be on the other hand manipulated to give false negatives as well but my concern is not only the the broader crypto repercussions but what it uh what it entails for um right. 
stable coins in general, because obviously that's one of the primary strategies to uh, to shifting out of a position is to be able to quickly shift your uh, whatever asset you're holding into a stable coin so that you can lock in and lock in your gains and or reduce your losses as the case may be knowing that there's some instability in what you consider to be something that is supposed to be stable we're seeing a huge massive run-up on usd and then at the same time we see this algorithmically linked cryptocurrency completely tank in a you know mm-hmm. catastrophic kind of a way i fear that there's some long-standing implications that we have not seen yet for the u.s dollar i mean fundamentally there's a delay in a reaction you don't see the repercussions immediately from those kind of movements it's a concerning thing within the crypto space and it's a concerning thing in in the uh, in finance in general um what what will become of it we are all waiting with bated breath it's and to see what's going to happen next but i i don't think that it it spells the the doom like some of the the naysayers are definitely saying that oh it's uh crypto is dead now it's 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 all gone but that's i think that's incorrect to say i don't think it's nearly that bad but definitely it is calling into question a lot of the things that we hold as fact about um the blockchain and about crypto markets decisions based on fact should always be preferred over <laughs> decisions based on hype and emotion no absolutely thank you for that detailed perspective uh, that's that's good to hear because i mean yeah, I have my own thoughts, but uh, it's always interesting to uh, listen to some other perspective on how they they feel, who are also somehow connected to cryptos trading wise or people who just follow the yeah. space. It's always good to hear that, and 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 just like you or anybody yeah. else, I'm concerned too. Uh, but at the same time, as a nascent yeah. uh, space which is still evolving, you you are going to see projects fail. You're going to see things that will need to need to improve it's inevitable and and that that's true for any any new space that evolves and especially technology i mean uh, that uh, financial technology uh, more specifically it has changed yep. so much in the past Absolutely. decade alone and uh, uh, stable coins are a bit yep. of a, a bit of a conundrum for, for simply for the case that a lot yeah. of them, especially Tether, is is one of the is is the biggest actually, which is used to trade yeah. trade most of the cryptos on exchanges because you know you you need to exchange you need to have Tether to right. trade to any other a, a thousand other altcoins. So, I mean, if stable coins kind of fall, then exactly. the whole system is is going to feel the repercussions uh, at at the bare minimum. But more specifically, I think algorithmic stable coins uh, are are the trouble here, and they need to be reanalyzed and and seen um, if if those those algorithms yeah. that are running them are efficient enough to really hmm. tackle a situation where selling pressure intensifies, as we have seen in in USD recently. Apparently, it hasn't. So, it, right. it, it uh, yes, it is a failure. And I think we need to revisit the, the the mechanism behind algorithmic stable coins. But at the same time, that's how you improve and that that's how you move forward. And this is going to rock the crypto boat and it has already. Um, but I don't think it's going to make the yeah. space dead or the cryptos are going to go dead. 
No, by no means. I've heard no, that exactly. a million times, uh, and and I, I'm sorry to say, but that's not going to happen. Yes, the no. price, <laughs> uh, what the price of a certain crypto is, what generally people understand, but that's not the only thing, though. Uh, there, there are some fundamental changes going on underneath, no, exactly. and that that's, that is something that's really important as well. And talking about the failure of algorithmic stable coins, the DEI finance, DEI token, I've, I'm just hearing, has lost its one-to-one -one peg to dollars. Al okay. The problem probably okay. lies some, somewhere in the al algorithmic stable coins, and that's where it's emanating from. But it could yeah. quickly escalate if you don't uh, settle this. And uh, obviously, the contagion fears that I mentioned in my article, too, that started off with Terra USD's implosion is is noteworthy, and uh, it has pretty much signaled the death of a major blockchain, and that was kind of unfortunate. I mean, uh, stablecoin, one thing, yeah, but sure. it was it was a promising blockchain. It's pretty much dead yeah. now, and despite pumping in billions as reserves in Bitcoin, uh, the co the founder Du Quan is now saying that he's going to revive the blockchain by getting rid of the stable coin and revamping the project into a new network. So I uh, wish him all the best. And I hope, I, I, I wish that at least the blockchain movement survives. I mean, there are going to be a lot of things that will need to be revisited and reworked at and, and probably something that is not working, hanging on to it just for the sake of it is is probably not something should you should do. And I think that's a, probably a wise decision to get rid of it. It's almost no worthless anyways right now well that's the best thing you can do yeah. from failure is to analyze reassess and, exactly. and move forward in absolutely. a better way knowing what you know now absolutely so having said that let's see what the price action is is telling us today and uh, we were to start off trading day we were trading at thirty thousand six hundred and uh, Bitcoin once again slipped down to 29,963 as we speak, as equities have kind of lost their mo earlier momentum. On the green side, still all three indices are in green, but they're slowly slipping away. So uh, let, let's see what the rest of the day brings. Uh, since uh, Mr. Jerome Powell is expected to speak at 1400 hours, 2 p.m. Eastern today. So let's see what he has to say and what investors make of it. That would be interesting. And we will be back tomorrow morning to discuss what Mr. Jerome Powell is going to say and the inevitable. Well, the inevitable fallout yeah. from that statement. And that's going to be another interesting topic. Yes. Again. I'm not going to technical levels with Bitcoin and Ethereum today, except for the fact that they're pretty much the same as I repeated yesterday. Still far off from resistance Bitcoin and uh, still bearish. And Ethereum is also bearish. It's trading at uh, 2050 right now. Uh, I hope that green daily candle, both in Bitcoin and in Ethereum, can can close in green. But a lot can happen in the next few hours, so we'll see. And hopefully, no the crypto movement stays alive and continues, and uh, the markets turn at some point, and bright sunny days can return. Absolutely to the financial markets as well. <laughs> And that would be my wrap-up for today, guys. Thanks, Vessel. I appreciate your insights and overview as always. You save us a lot of time and a lot of footwork 
And I appreciate that. Thank you for listening as well. Please join us again tomorrow for more up to the hour market conditions. Happy trading and have a great day. Have a good day, everyone.